This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Good evening, man. How you doing tonight? <laughs> Good man, I'm good. Uh, man, things are things are hopping around here at the at ye old pipe shop. It's yeah. going uh, going great. We're getting uh, really excited about the upcoming weekend. Got a lot going on, and uh, man, things are uh, things are just moving along. Football season's in gear. People are coming in <laughs> looking for those smokes, looking for the uh, the nice uh, you know Saturday afternoon uh, you know respite, something to pair with their favorite uh, whiskey, their favorite uh, you know favorite um, you know football team, and of course uh, we'll be doing some pairings tonight of our own. Yeah, man. All right, so I, I got to ask you a question. Look, I. Know know it's a dumb question and i know that a lot of times we joke and you call gumby the avengers and i think that hockey well, no, is there football are, there are no stupid questions just stupid people and i'm one of those people and this is my question to you sir uh you said it's football season and that is true but it's also basketball season at the same time uh no 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 that comes that comes a little later okay. on in the in the in the fall because my phone is telling me that memphis is playing uh, uh somebody tonight it's got a little basketball icon well, maybe it already started. I okay. don't follow basketball a lot, but uh, you know, I always associate basketball with kind of like, well, honestly, like it right says around Orlando. Yeah, the, the Magic is uh, Orlando Magic. That is a basketball team. Memphis Grizzlies. I just <laughs> okay. Well, sports that, you pro- that you did. I sports you. You sports me. That that is a that is a verb. <laughs> yeah. That is a verb, and you sports me. That's I right. totally. Yeah. No, you. you know, I, I never really got into pro basketball. I never really got into basketball. Period. But I always associate kind of the start of basketball season, at least on the college level, uh, right around Halloween. You know that oh, kind of Halloween, yeah, yeah, yeah. Halloween time. And so, um, yeah, it, it's it's just enough into the Mississippi State uh, football season to get depressed about football, <laughs> and, and then you're looking for the next sport. Yeah, that that's kind of right, right. As as a true uh, Mississippi State fan, that kind of you know it, it just kind of leads me into into the next sport, and so I always associate that. And then by the time that basketball is winding down, baseball's picking up, and so every time you well, you baseball. Know, I mean, we can all agree that baseball is kind of boring, though, right? Well, I mean, you know, it, it, if you're watching it live, it's different. You know, if you're on site, it, that's one thing. If you're watching on TV, you might as well be you know watching. Well, exactly, drive. exactly. Yeah. If you go on site, you get the the chips. You 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 what you turn to see what everybody's cheering about and you go back to your chips and beer no i'm just saying you know back you know baseball here locally you go it's a it's a it's an event because of thirsty thursday that's right no i mean that that like that is they they, (laughs) it's it's thirsty thursday and they're playing baseball like that that's kind of part of it well man tonight as we record live it is thirsty monday with what we've got going on uh uh, this evening it's going to be a fun show and of course uh thirsty wednesday for those of you tuning into the podcast uh but man we've got a lot of events coming up of course literally uh you know we got to make mention of this we are literally one week away, less than, from the Texas Pipe Show! It's exciting. We're leaving this Friday. We're just talking a few yeah. days here, and of course, uh, we'll be live broadcasting. Uh, well, will, will it be live? I know we'll be broadcasting. Okay, so so we're, we're still, uh, you know, getting uh, uh, confirming the details in terms of whether or not we'll have uh, Wi-Fi access and that sort of thing. But uh, we will definitely be on site. We'll be doing a show for the uh, for the, the the Texas Pipe Show. We'll be doing a show. Those of you who are coming, you're going to want to make sure that you're on site at 1 p.m. Yeah, uh, that is when we're going to start our our uh, recording. If we can do a live broadcast we will and so for those of you who are looking to tune in to country squire radio live from texas uh it'll be 1 p.m of course country squire is the website for it um and so yeah so we'll we'll kind of uh figure it out as we go along as we have done since the beginning of this show but uh, <laughs> one way or the other it is going to be a blast in fact we were just kind of uh, talking right beforehand about possibly doing a, yeah. a, a a tobacco talk live from the texas pipe show with kind it of could be fun texan themed tobaccos yeah. and that sort of thing yeah we, we it's still kind of a work in progress but we'll see uh we'll see where that goes there's a lot of um a lot of good material there so also, we will have a listener meetup happening that evening, uh, right after the show. 8 p.m. Uh, is the that's time. On, that's on Saturday the 7th, On right? Saturday the 7th. Uh, so, you know, those of y'all who are going to be there this weekend, it's going to be a blast, guys. Um, you know, I think, uh, I don't think we'll have a hard time finding each other one way or the other, but uh, in, in the event that you get separated or you end up kind of uh, leaving the show and yeah. uh, wanting to know where we all end up, make sure you're following us on Twitter, at Squire Radio. That's where we'll uh, keep you informed about listener meetups, show going live, all that kind of information. Uh, Hashtag Texas Pipe Show? 
I, I think so. Okay. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know why not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that, that that's probably be it. <laughs> of course, there's still time to sign up for the long smoke competition. Yeah. Or the slow smoke competition, if you're if you're grammatically correct. If you're if you're country squire correct, it, it is a long smoke competition. Oh, and and you know, country squire is always correct in the most incorrect kind of way. It's in the most incorrect kind of ways. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yes. So well, yeah, well, uh, and and you can do that at TexasPipeShow.com. Uh, They've got a place for you to sign up there. Uh, we are so. Uh, honored, of course, this year to have been selected to uh, to blend the inaugural blend for the Texas Pipe Show, um, and, and and this year I am I'm thrilled to say we uh, we can announce our blend. Oh, okay. Now this is great because listeners for the last several weeks have heard, of course, that you have been given the honor to come up with the blend for the uh, long slash slow smoke competition. That's right in Texas, and uh, you know you've been a little coy about this. I've been trying to kind of pull it out of you, like, hey, what that's about, it. What about the locals getting access to this stuff? But no, sir, you have. Been. I, I keep it kind of close to the vest, you know. And you've been walking yeah. the straight and narrow. Well, I mean, I just, like I, I don't want to put my jewels out in front of swine, you know. Well, hey, um, yeah, that's <laughs> fair, fair. A little, little sensitive. I'm on a diet at the moment. No, I was so about to say that in, 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 as someone I love very much often says, he wishes there were less of him, and and soon there, there's going to be less of you. Well, there, there you go, there yeah. you go. But but all right. So this this is big news. This is uh, uh, world breaking news right here and now. Uh, what is the tobacco that will be for the slow slash long smoke competition in Texas? It is a it is a aromatic for the grown man. Ooh, and it is called Texas tea. Oh, isn't that fantastic? Oh, Texas tea. <laughs> I'm really I'm really happy about how it came out. So, uh, <laughs> Texas tea. This is our uh, this is our new. Uh, new blend uh, in honor and for the Texas Pipe Show, of course, we'll uh, be debuting it this coming Saturday uh, uh, there in Fort Worth, and uh, and so excited! It's going to be the the blend that everyone will smoke in the slow smoke competition. And so uh, Texas tea, it's a it is a it is a grown man's aromatic. It's one of those that is semi sweet. Uh, there are you know light notes of, of fruit, but the stronger notes of cinnamon, uh, thick creamy Cavendish. Mm. Uh, you know it, it's a it's an aromatic tobacco, but it's not a syrupier aromatic. Aromatic tobacco. It's one of those that uh, that people that like real robust flavors can still still enjoy uh, if they want something just a little sweet. So, uh, man, just a just a great uh, great blend. We're excited about it, and uh, who knows if it's a hit, it might be it might wind up being on the shelf at the Country Squire. We don't know. So we'll get feedback and see uh, see kind of where that goes. You know, you've talked about blending tobaccos for long smoke competitions in the past, and how it is a challenge because you, you've got to you know th- there's so many different palettes that will be. Uh, smoking, but the but probably the most important aspect of it is that these people will be smoking it for so long, uh, or at least hopefully, if if they're uh, if they're contenders. And so from that standpoint, you know, I, I would imagine that uh, you know an aromatic at least gives your palate something to play around with, even if you're not necessarily an, an aromatic smoker. No, that's so. right. That's right. You know, th- there's always a difficulty with doing something for a slow smoke competition. You got people coming from all different categories. Uh, you know, kind of the in America anyway, kind of the safe bet is okay. Let's do something aromatic and accessible to most palates and and all this kind of thing but um you know we've got our english blend smokers and our uh you know virginia smokers and our you know vapor smokers and whatnot that bristle at that so there's the balance of you know crafting something that that every man's palate is gonna mm. gonna like and so um you know that's the thing like and here again I, i'm excited to get feedback on this because it's one of those blends right it, it's not going to be a polarizing blend for anyone and so is that or it a go- shouldn't be. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Mm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, you, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's the difficulty in crafting a blend for something like a slow smoke competition. It's like, you know, you, you really want everyone to enjoy it or at least not hate it. But in doing that, are you kind of uh, leaving your identity at the door? And so, you know, I, I think as you're smoking this tobacco, maybe you'll uh, maybe, maybe you'll have a kind of a sense of my, um, uh, you know, desire to, to, to get it right for, for all these different groups. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, I hope we nailed it. I, I'm excited about it and, uh, look forward to hearing everyone's, uh, everyone's thoughts. I love it, man. Yeah. Texas right. tea. So, so I'm kind of interested because of course we've got, uh, you know, the, the Texas pipe show coming up this week. Uh, but then later on this month, we do have the Jackson pipe night happening October 28th. That's right. Uh, and that of course the long smoke competition here. Will there be? Will Texas Tea be making its way to Mississippi, or, or you know that's.
that's a good that's a good question. I actually haven't thought about that. <laughs> You've been putting all your effort I into the literally Texan haven't thought blend. about that. I know, and and have completely ignored our local blend. Oh wow! Right. <laughs> so 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 Texas tea might get. Well, I was about to say Mississippi mud, but that name's taken. Although some it people is. in the industry apparently don't care if the name's been taken. Seer sucker. I know. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Let me let me just take a sip of my Texas tea. Uh, you no, know, right exactly, exactly, exactly. No, mm. no. We we love the folks at Cornell and Deal, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we did have Seersucker first. Um, they did yeah. have Mississippi Mud first. Well, so, there you go. So there that's what I'm that. saying. Maybe that's where we take it back. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? Yeah. In all fairness, <laughs> we here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's right. Man, well, we're uh, we're really, really excited about uh, Jackson Pipe Night 2, October 28th. Uh, of course, that'll be um, you know right around the corner here at the Country Squire. We're going to have live music. It's uh, sponsored by uh, Neil Monier, a uh, pipe carver from uh, the Southern California area. We've got uh, Savinelli, United States, also sponsoring us. Um, as well as um, as Briarworks USA, uh, of course, based in Nashville. Uh, so excited about those things and uh, going to have live music, uh, popsicles from Gourmet, Deep South Pops, mm. uh, have uh, some uh, good food, libations. It'll be, uh, it'll be a great time. So if you're in the central Mississippi area, uh, come on down. It's going to be um, October 28th. That's a Saturday night, and tickets will go on sale tomorrow. Oh, man. Yep. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. Now, uh, that's happening here in uh, in the U.S., but over across the pond, over the U.K., the next day, October 29th, Canal House uh, starts at 12 noon. That's in Nottingham. In Nottingham. I believe it's Nottingham, but that comes later in the show. Uh, we, we let's just say that we've been saying a lot of things gonna, incorrectly according to the Brits, but but, that, but that's that's what we do generally. That that is true. We say things incorrectly for people in Arkansas. That, that, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, those Arkansians, they don't know what they're talking about. That that, that might actually be how you say it. That, I'm not that, sure, but, yeah. <laughs> but of course, yeah, the UK pipe show happened October 29th. Again, that's Canal House starting at noon in Nottingham. Uh, we want to encourage you to show up, and uh, especially to those of you who are going to go, uh, just because it is so cool to have. Uh, have an event so far away that we get to be able to participate in in some capacity with the War of the Roses, yes, the Lancaster blend versus the White Rose. Uh, go sample those tobaccos. Let us know what you think. Uh, those of you who do meet up, if you're a listener of Country Squire Radio, uh, ask around like, hey, does anybody else listen to Country Squire Radio so that you guys can take selfies together, send those in? Because I got to tell you, that would like make our life if we could see that happening. I like. I There's a big part of me that thinks we should just be there. for, for Yes. That. Yes, but, I mean we well, obviously we can't because we're you know th- it's too next close. year baby it's too close and we're and we're broke but, next year baby but but I mean I'm just saying in the in the future right I mean we're kickstarting that are you kidding me <laughs> I look I'm saying if the War of the Roses becomes a repeat thing in some capacity I, I'm just I'm, we we got to make it happen I don't know how but we got to make it okay yeah we'll see uh, and shout out to all the all of you guys over in the UK and uh, we hope that you guys have a blast uh, all right man speaking of a blast we've got uh, a blast of a thing to say right now we're trying. Transition. Uh, we've got some new, <laughs> we've got some new club members. What a nerd! New club members, man. It's great. Yeah. Well, specifically, we've got one new club member joining at the Squire le- level, and I believe this is uh, his his God given his Christian name, right? Baptized uh, name. O- oil field pipe guy. Uh, oil field pipe guy. Child of the covenant. Yes. Right. Uh, uh, oil field pipe guy joins. Dude, th- thanks for joining at the Squire level. That's wonderful, man. Absolutely, absolutely. And a uh, big shout out to you. Uh, you know, it's one of those names that I actually feel like I'm pronouncing correctly. I think. You might have gotten that one right. I think I nailed it. Right. We also have uh, a new patron who's uh, who's joined up to help support the show as well, Byron uh, Fiss. And I do think I'm pronouncing that one right yep. as well. Uh, and hey, if you would like to help support this show, we would really encourage you to do it. Uh, head over to CountrySquireRadio.com, click join the club. Even if you just want to become a patron, it's a great thing to do. But for those of you who are joining the club or who are club members, there's a little something coming your way. End of October, baby. At the end of October, our Halloween special is uh, relatively around the corner. Uh, at the the final final episode of October, October, of course, will be our Halloween episode. And we've got some treats uh, for some of you who are club members because we will be giving away at random this lovely tin of Penzance. Penzance. That's right. That's right, man. We're so excited. Uh, this was actually a gift to to us uh, from a listener and friend, and uh, we were excited to be able to re-gift that to some uh, lucky person out there in Country Squire uh, Radio Pipe Club fandom. Better so. than a fruitcake. <laughs> um, man, it's exciting, too. We're um, thrilled by the end of the show tonight. You will also have a couple of other <gasps> uh, things that are going to be given away, too. So uh, oh. both both of the tobaccos that we traditionally uh, pair with the whiskeys that we talk about on uh, Squire Select episodes, uh, both the tobaccos that we talk about tonight 
uh, will also be given away um, a- as a part of that giveaway. Oh, and so, dang. And so at the end of October, uh, the, the pot just got the, sweetened. The pot just got sweetened, and, and the months, the, and, just, and October just started. So, I mean, there's no telling what's going to come up around the corner. So, but by the end of the night, you'll have a couple more uh, things. We're excited to, to say that folks will uh, have the opportunity to win by the end of October. Of course, these are uh, for Country Squire Radio Pipe Club members, and uh, we could not be here without you. And we're very, very grateful. This is just a small way that we can give back. Absolutely. All right, man. Good stuff. We got a great show tonight. We're uh, we're doing a Squire Select this evening. Uh, now, longtime listeners, of course, are very familiar with the Squire Select. That is a, uh, a, a a series that we've had since the early earliest days of the show, and it is where we take uh, various whiskeys. Uh, we've done various beverages from time to time. Uh, we have done at least one tea, one coffee. Uh, done red wine. We've done red wine, gin. gin. Yep. Uh, not done beer yet, which I think is kind of interesting. But we have done. We did do beer. Whiskies, uh, we haven't done beers. We do whiskies, uh, bourbons, uh, scotches, but pretty much some sort of brown water, and uh, and we pair those up with various tobaccos. That's now, right. uh, you know, th- one thing if you don't know this about John David, you should. The man has a palate like no other. So what you are going to hear tonight is him describing flavors and textures that you're going to think what. But it's just because he's that good. <laughs> and the great thing is, the longer you listen to him and the more you start tasting the stuff that he recommends, you start developing that palate yourself. I hope. That's what I've heard. I, it hasn't happened to me yet. But You're I'm ridiculous. Sh- that, that, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. Man, I always always love a good Squire Select episode. For obvious reasons, we get to do this with mm. uh, great friends, uh, both uh, in present company and across the globe, uh, and also uh, you know, drink to our heart's content and Woo! occasionally ask our significant others to drive us home. So, <laughs> um, yeah, man, tonight... One time that happened. One time. Maybe, maybe, maybe once or twice, yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe ask our co-host to drive us home. You, know, I, I, you never know. That's happened a couple of times. <laughs> that, that, that has happened. <laughs> Tonight, uh, got a couple of great ones, and um, both these are, are Southern whiskeys that we're uh, really excited to, to discuss. Um, you know, there's just such a craft... Uh, bourbon craft whiskey kind of boom uh, right now, of oh, course, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. United States, probably everywhere for that matter. But uh, everyone's getting into the small batch regional stuff. Hey, where's this weird tobacco, weird whiskey that, uh, you know, where'd you get it? And, you know, how can I get some? I'd like to try it and add it to my collection and all this kind of stuff. So um, anyway, tonight we are so excited. Uh, one of our very, very dear friends, uh, just gosh, it, it's been um, not even uh, a month ago now. Jason Naff, uh, who's right outside of Dallas, Texas, he actually came to visit. Oh us. snap! Yeah, uh, actually came to visit us. Made his first pipe pilgrimage. Two hundredth um, episode? Uh, no, it was after that. It, this is we're talking like maybe just a month ago now. Uh, but Jason, um, right, J- right, right? Jason, good good friend. Uh, initially, uh, been a longtime customer of the Country Squire. Met him uh, last year at the Chicago Pipe Show. Uh, been uh, in close contact with him since then good friend of the of the show and uh and and came and did his pilgrimage and as a gift he brought us some uh some really interesting whiskey from northern texas this is uh witherspoon whiskey uh is straight bourbon whiskey and it is from uh lewisville texas which is right outside of uh of dallas and fort worth can i ask you a question you might not know the answer to i probably don't okay well i was under the impression that bourbon was kind of like champagne in the sense that like if it's if it's called bourbon it has to come from kentucky is that not it's kind of yeah it's a misconception Conception. So bourbon, uh, the idea of bourbon is that a certain percentage of it has to be made from corn. corn. Right. But it, it's not geography based other than just okay. being in the United States. So, yeah, there is this kind of, uh, you know, a, a wives tale or some kind of, um, you know, thing where people kind of associate it like champagne. It's got to come from a certain region or something that might have been historically true. To be honest, I'm not I'm not positive, but today bourbon just means that it's whiskey made with a certain percentage of corn, and I believe it's just over fifty percent or fifty-one percent corn. Um, and so, um, so anyway, this is a this is a Texas bourbon. It's a, a delicious Texas bourbon. Um, this is Witherspoon uh, whiskey. The distillery was founded there in 2011. I, I love what's happened. You've had all these uh, service members that have gone uh, and served our country, you know, well uh, across the world, and and for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, maybe they've experienced, uh, you know, some interesting, uh, you know, uh, spirits uh, in different countries they visited or something like that. But we've kind of got this trend now where these service members are coming home. We've got a few distilleries and breweries that have opened up. Uh, and they are uh, being founded by uh, you know veterans, and and this Witherspoon is one of those uh, one of those uh, distilleries, which is oh, kind of really? neat. So that's interesting, um, yeah. 
Real, really neat. Uh, Quentin Witherspoon, he uh, is from from the North Texas area uh, and just kind of fell in love with, uh, you know, the craft of, you know, distilling uh, spirits when he was overseas in the Marines. Uh, and then when he retired, came back, he opened his own uh, distillery. It's kind of taken off in that North Texas area. This is super boutique, super small batch stuff. I mean, you're not going to not going to find this uh, just anywhere. Um, but what's exciting and what I love the dovetail with this episode is that, you know, it, it's right outside of Fort Worth and Dallas. And so if you happen to be in the um, in, at the Texas Pipe Show this coming weekend, uh, just a very short drive away, you'll be able to go to this distillery and actually take a tour if you want. So uh, really wow. exciting, kind of kind of cool. Uh, Witherspoon, uh, it's good. They they have uh, single malt whiskey, uh, which, you know, is going to be more along the lines of a, of a scotch. They also have bourbon. They also do quite a bit of rum as well, infused rum with things like cinnamon. So Interesting. Um, yeah, just kind of, kind of fascinating. Um, so they, they, they don't, in this particular distillery, they don't uh, contract anything out. So all the fermenting, distilling, the bottling, the aging, you know, all that is done in, in-house there, which is, you know, which is significant for a, you know, distillery of their size. This is a, again, a small, a small distillery. Um, this is a hundred proof uh, whiskey. Um, and you know, it, it's one of those that has plenty of strength, but it's not, it's not a nosy tobacco. It's not one of those where when you, when you put your nose into the glass, getting ready to sip it, you get the sting of it. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's strong up front. It has a robustness, but it's not, uh, not overwhelming. So it, it does. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess I'm pulling the curtain back a little bit here yeah, by, by yeah. saying this, but we've, we've, we've been kind of enjoying this a little bit before the, a little uh, before the show, before right. the show. And, and yeah, the, the sting is, uh, is definitely like one of the things that you first get when you get there. Yeah. But, but, but it, the nose though, I, I think the nose, it's not, it, not extremely medicinal when you first, when you first, uh, sniff the, sniff the, the alcohol. So, um, it, it does have kind of a creaminess to it. And then I think it's followed up by this interesting kind of, uh, pepper and cinnamon on the back end. I, I I get I get creamy on the front and then, but it's it's stronger on the back end than I think it lets on. And so there's this black pepper that kind of rushes forward, and and I think that's the flavor that lingers with me. Interesting. Uh, as I as I kind of swallow and then and then just kind of sit with that with that whiskey. Well, and, and the sake for the sake of tradition, even though we have been drinking it before the show. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> You know, I feel like cinnamon has been the theme so far this evening. Um, has it? Well, you've mentioned, uh, you know, uh, that uh, I believe cinnamon kind of playing into uh, one of the blends earlier. Uh, and, and you know, I yeah, I got to tell you, I would never, when I was drinking this beforehand, I didn't pick up cinnamon. Now that you say it, it's uh, all I can taste. The power of suggestion. That's amazing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you pull you pull out, like, these, these, little, these little notes. Hey, I just want to say for the record, too, yeah. that even though this is not related to what we're talking about now, mm. that... That Square Select. Texas tea does not have an ounce or a drop of unflavored black Cavendish in it. Oh, does it not? It does not. It, it, it does not. All right. Now, no promises that the next blend that the Squire comes out with won't, <laughs> but but Texas tea does not. Right, call back to last episode for new listeners. Go, right. go listen to last right. episode. That'll make sense. <laughs> um, but but anyway. back, back on to our, our, uh, our whiskey here. All right. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So this one definitely does have kind of the, that sting sharp. Uh, flavor when you first uh, first sip it, but no, I'm definitely getting that kind of lingering. Uh, There's a, ling- cinnamon. a lingering cinnamon and and just a little pepper. I don't pick up the pepper, but yeah. but I, but that's not to say it's not there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this this is this kind of almost seems like it'd be tricky to pair a tobacco with. Yeah. I, I and I had a little trouble with this one. Yeah. Right. But a- after thinking a long time, we came up uh, with I think an excellent pairing. This of course uh, is going to be paired tonight with one of our house blends at the Country Squire. It's one of our most complex blends uh, that has just a whole smorgasbord of ingredients and this is Hunting Creek. Uh, Hunting oh, Creek. Yeah. Uh, if you're not a uh, not haven't smoked it or you know not familiar with it, maybe a newer listener, uh, Hunting Creek is one of our hybrid blends here at the Country Squire. I, I call it hybrid blend. Some folks refer to them as uh, English aromatics. Uh, Hunting Creek, this is a, a tobacco that uh, is going to feature uh, just a dash of Latakia, but then also uh, have plenty of uh, you know sweet black Cavendish and uh, and some lightly topped Virginias, and so uh, just a real uh, a real complex blend. It's one of those that I think oh, has yeah. a nice body, a nice strength to it. the The semi sweet nature of the Hunting Creek, mixed with the little spiciness of the of the Latakia or the the smokiness rather, um, I, I think just goes well nicely with this uh, 
kind of chameleon uh, bourbon that we've got here that has this element of you know uh, creaminess uh, mixed with the cinnamon spice. So it, it's such a good pairing, man. Like like I, you know you you open. Up I, I, the, I, I work hard on these. I, I really do. <laughs> I think people are they think I just throw out a dartboard. Like 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 but, just last know? minute. Like I should like oh well you know we got a squire select. Oh, let me just grab this I one know. off the wall. But no, this is a really good pairing, man. Of course, I, I, I really I really think this one came out great. Hunting Creek has been at the Country Squire for uh, for some time uh, to be sure as yeah, well. Yeah, at and, least at least gosh that. Blend is at least 25 years old. Yeah. Name after the, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but this one was actually named after the uh, the founder's uh, grandchild, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, whose name is Hunting Creek. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 named named by the founder's grandchild. Okay, yeah. all right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a real complex blend. It's one of ours that we're uh, incredibly proud of, and and has been a signature blend of ours for now uh, a couple of decades. And and so when you smoke Hunting Creek, you get this uh, thick, creamy uh, texture, but then there's this latakia that's smoky on the background, mixed with this kind of a uh, uh, soft vanilla. And so I think it's just a a nice, well-rounded tobacco. It's another aromatic for a grown man. It's one of those. Uh, uh, similar to Texas tea, it's going to be a, a grown man's aromatic tobacco um, that we're that we're very proud of. So I, I think it goes well with the uh, with the uh, with the Witherspoon. That's good, man. It's good pairing. Yep. You know, I, I should also mention too for uh, for podcast listeners. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things that that uh, live listeners or, or live viewers have, have been able to see on the on the, the live show is that typically when, whenever we we do a tobacco talk or or a Squire Select, whenever there's kind of a tobacco involved. Uh, generally I'll, I'll kind of open up the tin, I'll kind of stick my nose in it and like breathe in, you know, the, the smell of it and everything. Uh, I was about to do that with the hunt, uh, the hunting Creek. And then I, I realized, Oh no, this is actually going to, uh, to one of our club members. So I, that's right. I probably shouldn't just open it up and like stick my face in it, man. That's okay. So I just did it with the jar like <laughs> that you sell. So that, that's, uh, you know, <laughs> that's right. So, so some, uh, some lucky country squire, uh, radio club member at the end of October will, will win, uh, two ounces of hunting Creek. Uh, and, and then also along with the, uh, with the, Penzance that we have here. So, oh snap! So you're actually like, so it's not going to be like multiple. Oh no, these will be people. multiple winners. Okay, yeah. all right, M- gotcha, multiple gotcha, winners. Gotcha. Yeah. So as as much as we love Hunting Creek, someone's going to get win Hunting Creek, and they'll be like, oh, it's great, but but man, I wish I would have gotten the Penzance. Right. <laughs> Consolation. <laughs> even if, even if they don't like Penzance, they just turn around and sell it for seventy bucks on eBay. That's right. So, oh, right. you know, happens you're, all the time. That's that's what's going on. Like, <laughs> some somebody somewhere, if if not a couple of us, are just hoarding Penzance so that we can uh, put our kids through college. No, it's our trust it. fund. Exactly. Exactly. I, I literally have friends that, that do this. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they've they've quit buying guns and started putting it into into Christmas cheer. That's that's what right. it is. That's what it is. Like it's like one of those things. Ah, it was like pork bellies and then like silver bullion and then guns and now it's uh, and now it's Christmas cheer. Are the government is regulating our tobacco and then right. like yes and now it's going up in value. I know. <laughs> We have a few friends that I think would uh would, would that makes good sense for us. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. All right, let me uh let me get some fresh fresh glass here. Yep. All right. I, I, well, I'll 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 uh, I'll Are, are you going to you going to kill that? Okay. Well, good thing that one of us can uh, drive home. You know, it's it's what no, I'm I'm fine. I'm no, fine. You're fine. I, I believe it. It's I right. had a salad for dinner. It's great. <laughs> but, but but go light on my 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 glass here. Pappy one. Joe, please give him hell for uh, having salad for dinner. That's fantastic. <laughs> got to got to lose a little bit of. Um, no, that's good. Ra- rabbit food occasionally is great. So, uh, the, our next it's kale. It's our, a superfood. Our wow, <laughs> wow. You know, it, it, you know it's a Squire Select night when there's when you admit to eating kale on air. Yeah. Yeah, I no. That, it's op- it's open season now on you, Bo. I mean yeah. that's yeah. That's that's fair. I, I, the memes are coming. Yep. Okay, so uh, so now uh, our, our second pairing, very proud of this one. Uh, this is really great whiskey, and I, I didn't know uh, that this was a thing um, in, until recently. Actually, the the liquor store that's right uh, right next door to our uh, shop uh, was kind of featuring this a while back, and so I had some, had some other friends that had some, and then uh, since then have kind of heard about it on the on the edges, you know, around the periphery, people have been like, you know, talking about different, uh, you know, spirits and been like, have you tried that stuff yet? And, and, and the stuff we're talking about tonight is Clyde Mays, this Clyde Mays straight bourbon whiskey. Um, this is a, again, it's a, this is a regional, uh, spirit. It's a, um, it, this is distilled in Alabama. Um, and, no. uh, it, it, it is, it, it is. And, and this may be the best thing that's ever come out of Alabama. I mean, yes. I, 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 honestly, I, I think there, there might be some, some reality to that we just lost all of our alabama listeners uh except maybe my parents so what are you talking um, about we talk about premium tobacco here why would we have any alabama listeners and, oh, snap! <laughs> i'm kidding we love you guys out in bama no just kidding yep i mean um, yeah. 
so yeah, we have uh, we, we, we're talking about Clyde Mays. This is a, their straight bourbon whiskey. Clyde Mays. This is this is a regional whiskey, but it's becoming uh, more nationwide. This is starting to be. It is so good. It's starting to be distributed oh, across yeah. across across the country. Uh, and I, I was really um, really pleased and, and impressed with this particular uh, alcohol when when I tried it, and then have have tried it uh, several times sub- subsequently. Um, and Bo and I were like, man, let's let's talk about this. It's something we both enjoy. We've kind of fallen in love with. It's time to time to bring out on the air. Yeah, I think I, I think I may have even mentioned this last week that I, this this bottle I actually got during the the cigar event uh, here last week. Or, or, or was it two weeks ago? I guess it was uh, the weekend before last. And um, yeah, it, it was on sale next door. I, I picked it up, got it, and uh, man, enjoyed this. And uh, and it was so fantastic that before the night was done, we're like, well, hey, next Fire Select, yeah. this is uh, this is going to be what we're talking it's about. It's got got to be on the on the rotation. You yep. know, the the branding of this is so very interesting. You know, the last love one it. Love was it. very Texas in yeah, terms you of see that it. big star yeah, going you see, on. Right. Uh, with this one, it, it's not very Bama from that standpoint, but it but it is. Um, well, it doesn't have a mullet. It's a very busy. Uh, it does. It just. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, but it does have a a, a comb over, greased over uh, a haircut that is very much of, of oh, the time. Good. It's a good, yeah, nineteen forties uh, era uh, gentleman on the front, which which we can presume is Clyde May. Yeah, I mean this 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 the branding is is all over the place. It's one of these deals where um, you know you've got the uh, you got the gentleman on the front with with his haircut, kind of in this. Uh, kind of like a pressed down image of, of kind of a, a red inked with a lot yeah. of different fonts, a lot of handwriting, a lot of text. I mean, this is one of the busiest. Yeah, it's real busy. Liquor bottles that it, you'll it, it ever you, see. It kind of makes you think of the front of like a very well uh, traveled uh, envelope. You know, that, that's gone. It's got a postage stamp. There's some other uh, other stamps and maybe some photos along the sides. Just, uh, I don't know. It's kind of nice. And that's exactly right. On the side, you've got photos. Actually, the wraparound at the uh, the bottleneck as well. You've got photos up and down. You've got the um, you know the the uh, Italian style kind of uh, label going all the way across the top that you'll see on a lot of Chiantis and that sort of deal. I, I got to tell you, I I felt a little uh, what's the right word uh, conflicted as I picked yeah. up the bottle in the liquor store and I was looking at it and I was like I don't know if I want this or not and I mean it was all about the branding because. I'm dyslexic, and when you give me that much to look at, no, I'm serious. You give me that much text to look at, you look probably at, had a seizure. I have no idea. I still can't read this bottle. It's just all over the place. But the the bourbon, fortunately, speaks for itself. It, it does, and it's and it's very very good. Uh, of course, Clyde Mays. This is uh, made in Alabama. It's mostly, uh, like I said, distributed in the southeast, but now is uh, in the Midwest and and now on the West Coast and and New England as well. Um, they the, Clyde Mays. They are known mostly for their they call it their quote-unquote alabama style whiskey which is their uh it's an apple finished whiskey that is not what we're drinking tonight yeah this is that that is a different that is a different thing this is their bourbon whiskey um and uh, and of course, you know it's it's a ninety two proof. It's aged five years in charred barrels. Of course, you know bourbons in in the United States have to be uh, aged in the charred you know new oak barrels. Um, and and just has a real uh, just a real crisp uh, kind of dark brown, medium to dark brown color. Uh, you know it, the when you smell it and the the smell in the in the glass that you're drinking from, it's not. Um, not extremely uh, medicinal. It doesn't have a lot of bite in the smell. Um, you know, it's one of those, it is a lower proof alcohol, uh, 92, 92 proof. And so not too strong. It's not overwhelmed by those uh, kind of, uh, you know, notes that uh, just kind of sting up front. You can kind of mm-hmm. taste some of the flavor initially, which I, which I like. And and when I when I drink this particular whiskey, you know, it's one of those where I get a lot of bite on the front end of this whiskey, but it's a pleasant bite. It, you know, it, it's a it's a whiskey that lets you know, hey, you're drinking something substantial. You know what I yes. mean? Yes, yeah, it, it, which I really appreciate. It's a bourbon drinker's bourbon. Yeah, and and I, I think that's why people, of course, pick on me all the time. But I, I think that's why I like Wild Turkey so much because it's Wild Turkey. It's it's not not anything like Clyde Mays. Trust me. But you know, Wild Turkey, you just when you when you drink it, you just know that like okay there, there's that initial sting like we're we're, we're drinking whiskey now this is this is <laughs> this is a time that's going to be set apart for something good right or, or <laughs> that's right or, or, or something shameful and regretful but uh either either way you you know it's you know it's a bourbon you no, know, it's not tequila yeah. like no no, no. like like uh, yeah i mean you're right no i i want to <laughs> let me think about this every good decision in life i've ever had was followed by bourbon i'm trying to think of any good decisions came after bourbon but no bad decisions did uh, unlike tequila, unlike which, tequila, which almost all bad decisions come after tequila. Exactly, and with that, cheers, cheers. That's right. There you go. Mm. 
So you get a, you get a little bite up front. There's a heat. It's the right kind of bite and heat. I mean, it's the right, it's, it's the it's right kind of bite and heat. Bite. It's one of those mm. that, um, you know, I think with the thickness of it, it just kind of it stings the front of your mouth and then immediately kind of uh, mellows out into these just real uh, kind of mellow fruit tones. You've got some uh, brown sugar there, just some mm. kind of mm-hmm. um, almost like someone took a lot of fruit and maybe baked it or, or put it into like a. Like, a, like, like, you know how apples, after you make them, uh, you oh. kind of put an apple pie kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? So the so the apples are cooked. They're kind of, the sugars have been caramelized, mm. and they just are richer and uh, and not quite as sharp. Uh, just a real, uh, just a real creamy, uh, you know, sweet, uh, in, a, in a very adult way, sweet, uh, uh, sweet whiskey. So um, it's just very good. I got to tell you, this makes me want to take back every bad thing I've ever said about Alabama. I, I wouldn't go that far. Well, I'm just I mean, saying I, it's, yeah, look, it's good. I, it it, is this, good. This, is, this is good whiskey, but I, I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tonight, I'm really excited about this pairing. Uh, this whiskey is so incredibly sippable. It, it you know immediately lets you know that you're smoking something or drinking something that uh, is substantial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're pairing this tonight with something I'm, I'm very excited to pair it with. I, I think this is also a great pairing, if I don't say so myself. And... Um, and, and and this is this is another blend. Ooh. This is another blend from our friends at Esoterica. It is uh, it is Pembroke. Pembroke. Uh, it, this is just an incredible blend and something that's incredibly unique. Uh, and and for anyone that's been lucky enough to get their hands on Pembroke, of course, uh, the the two uh, tobaccos from Esoterica that people always fall all over themselves to get are the Stonehaven and the Penzance. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Pembroke is uh, is not far behind in that. It's one of those that um, is just incredibly unique. They took their uh, one of their English blends. Most people think that it's it's actually just Margate, uh, which is another one of their blends. And they cased it, flavored it with French cognac. Okay, and so Ooh. and so there's a there's a rich uh, kind of kind of syrupy sweetness that goes with the smoky Latakia in this particular blend. And I just think it's a lot of this is a fun tobacco to smoke. Pembroke is just a, a, a really fun tobacco to smoke. So uh, obviously, both this this tin is not open. I was about to say I'm, I'm not about to just grab that and open it. This like tin I do with is other not tins. open because one of our uh, <laughs> one of our Squire Club members is actually going to win this tin at yeah. the end of at the end of the month but uh but pembroke is it's a great blend it, it is real uh it, just enough syrupy in there to to let you know that you're smoking something that is lightly flavored but uh but it does have kind of that you know rich uh you know uh, luxurious english blend quality you know and so you, you immediately when you do smoke it uh right off the bat you know from the very first puff of pembroke know that you're smoking an english blend but then as the as the latakia subsides and some of the heat goes away you you, you are left with this sweet cognac taste which i think is very interesting and um and it's and it's it's a it's a different tobacco from the gate this is actually blended i mean esoterica is based out of uh great britain great britain yeah when we go for the uk pipe show next year i'm just assuming we're going to be there uh we need to uh, <laughs> we need to visit business, them. business expense anyone uh, dude if we could actually get like an interview with esoterica like when you think about what these people have done in the pipe tobacco industry, that they've created the they've created the unicorn of the pipe industry. Like it, it cannot yeah. be underselled. Like you know, there's there's a lot of talk in terms of you know, I mean, pipe tobacco as a whole. For, I mean, not 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 universally, but but I think for uh, many of us who are listening, I mean, there there is a, a premium nature to it in terms of the the quality, the uniqueness. I mean, you know, the, the various blends that are out there. Um, but what Esoterica has done. They have really taken it up a notch. I mean, they yeah. they really uh, have done something amazing with their branding and, and with their their pipe tobaccos. I would love, you know, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago you know, in terms of like who sh- who would be a good interview, and we posted it out to the pipe club, and we've gotten some great suggestions. But those folks, I would love an interview with Esoterica. Like yeah. that that is that it from just from a from a from a retail from a product development standpoint. Like yeah, yeah. Like I would geek out so hard on just their whole philosophy behind the way that they've approached their their pipe tobaccos. Now, yeah. Pembroke in particular. I actually have a tin of this up in my cellar that I have yet to smoke. Oh, you haven't even opened? No, because it's like oh, it's it, fantastic. It's my only one. No, that might send your kid to uh, you know community college this, for a couple of years. Well, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm like you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a, give it a decade, and who knows? Maybe that'll yeah. Maybe put, maybe that's an Ivy League. Put it at right? Harvard, right? Yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, Pembroke. This, this is a great tobacco. It's a shag cut tobacco. Uh, again, uh, the Latakia, uh, just a real. 
uh, robust Latakia blend. It's one of those that, you know, the Latakia uh, lets you know immediately that it's there. It's not harsh by any means, and it's not a Balkan blend, so it's not overwhelming with this uh, thick oiliness. But the cognac makes its way, no- makes itself known, uh, and I think it just really matches nicely with the with the Clyde Maze. And, and and the reason is because the Clyde Maze has this delicate balance between the brown sugar and the bite, and then also the the kind of uh, kind of cooked fruit flavor. And so you've got these cooked fruit flavors. They're uh, they're semi sweet. They're rich and silky. Uh, and then you've also got this kind of uh, bitey bitiness that's right off the bat when you drink uh, drink Clyde Maze. And so uh, anyway, uh, Pembroke for me uh, made it made good sense for this particular pairing. And um, and and I, I think it's a thing. I think it's one worth trying. Admittedly, I just yep. have to take your word for it because yep. again, I've never smoked it before. You can't smoke Pembroke. That's the problem. Not with like most, <laughs> like what the most, uh, most esoteric blends I've had. I mean, aside from the um, uh, the Penzance, which was a, I was given a gift of Penzance, and so I was able to smoke that from uh, from a listener. Uh, who actually like told me they were only going to give it to me if I actually smoked it. Yeah, like, it was like one of those deals where yep. it's like, all right, you, but you gotta you gotta try it. Uh, same thing with Stonehaven, and so like I've had those, um, but but in in. One of the situations, I believe the tin may have been opened uh, before. And the other one was literally like, here's a baggie. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, don't yeah, ask here, questions. Here, take, here's a baggie. Take, take this flake. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I haven't had the uh, haven't had the pleasure yet to to enjoy the Penzance, but uh, soon, sooner rather than later. Sooner rather than later. It's I'll, good, uh, I'll good stuff, it. man. Yeah. Really, really happy with how these uh, pairings came out. Both of these are really good whiskeys. I, you know, again, the, the, um, the Witherspoon, you're not going to be able to find far outside of the Dallas area. I mean, this is a, this is very much a, a very uh, boutique whiskey. The Clyde Mays, it's, it's really making a name for itself. It's coming on strong. Uh, and depending on what part of the country you live in, you, you, you can probably find it close by. So, uh, great whiskeys. I think, uh, you know, the pairings are, 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 are relatively strong too. And, and the best part is, is someone will get to uh, try these tobaccos themselves uh, very soon. Sorry, I was just uh, finishing. You're up. swallowing, yeah, I was that right? <laughs> Swig out of the old glass there, man. No, it's it's uh, it's uh, delicious uh, in terms of the uh, the bourbons. Delicious in terms of the tobaccos. And you know, the best way to uh, make sure that what you're smoking is delicious is to make sure you have a good quality, clean smoke. The kind of smoke that the people at Missouri Meerschaum make sure that you have every single time you're enjoying one of their corn cob pipes. Yes, that's right. We love the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. Y'all have heard us talk talk about them uh, episode to episode. We've had various different pipes. Uh, one of the show. This episode is actually not brought to you by a specific Missouri Meerschaum pipe. This episode is brought to you by you, dear listener, because those of you out there that have Missouri Meerschaum pipes, you're enjoying smoking them, and you enjoy doing some crazy custom jobs. You know, we were actually talking right before the I show. I love this, man. About uh, about some different pipes that we were seeing being tweeted in, and, and some different custom work that, that some of you guys, and I'm not talking about like these different websites that you see. I'm talking right. about your Eric Cartman uh, pipe that's right over the No, exactly. Our Eric, right right. Eric Cartman custom uh, Missouri Meerschaum, right? No, but we've got so many different listeners who have been uh, customizing their pipes, and, and you know, we'll, we'll tweet those in from time to time, so so if you've got a Missouri Meerschaum pipe that you've done some kind of custom work to, whether it's staining, painting, uh, you know, getting more involved in that, uh, tweet those into us because we'd love to retweet those out because that not only lets us uh, tell the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum how much you appreciate them for sponsoring the show, but it also helps us showcase the uh, the hard work that you've done to kind of customize your own Missouri Meerschaum that's pipe. That's right. That's right. Uh, and the great thing about this, too, is that the folks at Missouri Meerschaum are very supportive of people customizing their pipes. Mm-hmm. That, that's it's This is not a, uh, this is not a uh, you know, turn your pinky up kind of carver that uh you know is going to say well don't mess with my work they 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 make a good product and they want you to take it and make it your own even more and so uh they're they really love these custom cobs uh that that come out of the folks that love missouri meerschaum pipes and uh man send yours in we would love to see those and uh retweet those out and uh of course let the folks at missouri meerschaum know that uh you heard about us uh heard about them on our show brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, man. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week comes in from listener Dave that asks a great question. He said, uh, you know, he's obviously someone who tunes in the live show because he says, I notice what appears to be glass jars of various tobaccos holding the tobacco in the shop. Is glass the best way to store tobacco long term? If so, is there one kind of jar better than that's another? Uh, love the show. And thanks for answering. Again, that is listener Dave. Yeah, Dave, great question. Uh, you know, this is a question we get often for folks that uh, do enjoy, uh, you know, storing tobacco on their own. We've talked recently about cellaring tobacco. We've talked recently about uh, aging tobacco and the chemical processes that happen there. Uh, and so, you know, there's a lot of folks that do, uh, you know, just kind of like uh, like storing tobacco, uh, you know, even if they're not going to smoke it every day just to have around. Um Glass jars are great for this, and we we recommend them highly. Um, you know, any type of plastic at some point uh, has the opportunity to impart some kind of flavor, uh, even residual flavor, into uh, the tobacco if it's something that was used before. Uh, glass is incredibly, uh, incre- incredibly clean, uh, and and just makes the best uh, way to store tobacco. I I, I think long term. Um, and so, you know, we talk about different kind of jars. There's a few that we can talk about. So obviously the easiest and the one that we go to most often is the mason jar. Uh, mason jar, uh, the, the ball jar, you know, these are the jars that you buy at Walmart, Target, your grocery store. Uh, people do a lot of canning. So mm-hmm. if you grow, uh, you know, stuff in your backyard and want to can it for later, some people are into that kind of thing. Or what Alabamians call a bank account. They call you're right. No, that, that you bury that in your backyard behind your uh, but but next to your grandmother's dentures. Yeah, if you're in Alabama. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. we're in Mississippi and we can talk. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Um. So so. <laughs> How so, did Alabama get to be the butt of the joke this episode? I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, Claude Mays. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. But but you know we um. So anyway, we we highly recommend uh, mason jars. I, I think they do they do work great. Other jars that that are good are, are any jar that has a really uh, tight seal lid with a rubber gasket. And so uh, we often talk about the ones that have the kind of the clamp down. The we call them the hasp lock uh, lids. A lot of folks use those for spices, kitchen spices, uh, anything like that. Uh, glass jars that that have that feature are nice as well. The main thing uh, you know is that you want to store it in a jar. Again, uh, the glass jars are great, but store it in one that's close in size to the amount of tobacco that you're trying to hold. So, uh, you know, you don't want to put two ounces of tobacco in a gigantic jar. You want to put it in, you know, two ounces of tobacco in in a jelly jar or something that 
something that's closer in size to to the amount of tobacco that you're trying to store. So I mean, uh, when you're you, canning things in general, that 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 tends to be the case, right? You want as yeah. less air as possible. Is I think that, so. That yeah, and again, like we talked about, the, the 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 some air is is important for the that aerobic fermentation process. Mm-hmm, you know, we talked mm-hmm. about that a couple episodes ago. Uh, that you know, some air is important for that. So you you do want an element of air. Uh, but you know you don't want to don't want to just overkill it on the the sides of the jar. You know if you're look if you're watching Country Squire Radio tonight live uh, on on YouTube, you, you see behind us we've actually got our tobacco bar here, uh, and and the two rows of tobaccos here uh, that I'm pointing to these are these are uh, in glass jars that. You know, some of these jars are actually older than Bo and I are, which is yes. kind of amazing when you think <laughs> about it. It really is pretty, pretty amazing. But um, these these glass jars are great for short-term storage. Uh, we use them here at the Squire because we move tobacco so fast. These They have uh, rubber seals on them, but they're not uh, incredibly tight rubber seals, so they're not really good for long-term storage. Uh, here, at the, here at the shop, if we are storing uh, tobacco for longer term, we keep them in very, very tight sealed uh, glass jar environments. And so, um, but, uh, you know, these are uh, these are tobaccos that you know we're going through very quickly, and so uh, they've got a rubber seal on them, but it's not a very tight seal. Uh, this is a decorative jar. Uh, there are they are pretty, but uh, you know I'd recommend something maybe uh, maybe a little uh, more uh, with, with a firmer firmer seal on it. Uh, of course, you can get that uh, like we mentioned at any uh, Walmart, Target, you know, a craft store. If you go to like Hobby Lobby, uh, you know they've got got stuff like that in in there as well. So anyway, just some ideas. That's a great a great suggestion. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we've done uh, at least one episode, possibly two at this point, about uh, storing tobaccos that sort of thing on the uh, archive. Uh, so if you, if you haven't already checked the backlog for Country Squire Radio, uh, and if you happen to be a patron, then you've got access to the, the full archive as well. So, um, so, so be sure to check that as well at CountrySquireRadio.com. All right. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the Squire. Squire. Quick Fire Quest Jones. Ow! All right, man. These Quick Fire questions come in <laughs> at ThisPipeLife.com. ThisPipeLife.com. More about them in a minute. Okay. This is uh, from Modi2 over okay. there. Okay. Uh, now, now he actually sent like a laundry list. Wow. Yeah, but like, dude, the, but we can do this quick. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, this, this we can do I'm this saying. quick. So the theme is positional, situational. Okay. This is rapid fire. Rapid fire. Okay. Like this is true quick fire question. Yeah. No, that's good. That's right. good. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Up or down? Up. Up. Right or left? Right. Left. Front or back? Front. Front. In or out? Out. In. Top or bottom? Top. Top. North or south? South. South, east or west? East. E- west. Polar or equatorial? Polar or equatorial? That, that, I'm going to go with equatorial. I'm going to go with polar because I could say it right. Land or sea? <laughs> Land. Sea. Above or below? Above. Above, forward or backward? Forward. Always forward. Early or late? Late. Early. And finally, over or under? Over. Definitely over. You know, I... I- <laughs> I noticed something about both of us as, as we went through that when it when it came to like the 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 spatial in terms of like we, up versus down. We picked the top we one. We picked each the time. top one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does anyone pick the bottom one? Well, I'm I'm always like claustrophobic, and so like I always think of like in terms of like being kind of underground or something. Yeah. It's kind of like you, you know can get out quicker, maybe. Yeah, like, like or I, something. Well, you know when you're when you're when you're outside when you're above the sky's the limit, but when you're like underground, there's like all of this like you know very regulated like okay, well I can only move here before right. I bump my arm or bump my head and that sort of deal. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, that that's good. That's, that's good. good. Yeah. All right. I'm, glad, good. I'm just glad we both picked South. I, I have a feeling, <laughs> you know. So, so I, I full disclosure on that. Obviously, as I was putting him down, I, I was kind of scanning through those, and right. I saw North or South, and I was like, man, it's like I, I feel like in my youth I would have chosen North. Yeah. But but like in 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 modern time, it's like it's cold up there. I know it's <laughs> like, cold, dude. Like I like it down here. Yeah, like my, the, my the little, temperature is amazing. My my joints are too uh too too. Too brittle for that. Every step north takes me one step further away from New Orleans, and that's a problem. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That should be that should be on a t-shirt. Fair or enough. I, th- I think it it may already be. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, those were from uh, Modi Two. By the way, shout out to Modi Two for giving us our first ever true quick fire questions. Hey, I, those were good. I don't think we've ever been that quick in the quick fire questions since even the like laundry list. Well, yeah. Generally, it's like you know, do you you know, do you like it? You know, 
well, yeah. yeah we'll I, say, I, we'll can't, say like, I can't even say. We'll say like hot or cold, and then we'll get like all like uh, existential about it all for right, like pre- 50 minutes. Like yeah. we're getting kind of right now. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Modi, too. Consistency. Uh, hey, and hey, if you got some quick fire questions, you can submit those in over at the forums at thispipelife.com. Now, thispipelife.com uh, is a great online community, uh, very visually stimulating when you first go to the website. But the wonderful thing about this is it's not just this website. In fact, they engage in a lot of different social, social platforms. You can follow them on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, this pipe life across the board. And when you do, especially by the way, if you, uh, if you happen to follow them on Twitter, let them know, Hey, following you guys heard about you on at Squire radio, or if you're following on Facebook, Hey, following you guys heard about you on. And then if you get at country Squire radio, then it'll pop up <laughs> that way. It's a little bit more complicated on Facebook. I'm not a big fan of Facebook, but they're on Facebook. And if you're a fan of Facebook, <laughs> follow them there. Uh, but big shout out to the good folks at this for making it happen. Of course, if you sign up, sign up using the code CSR. That lets them know that you heard about it on the show. Again, CSR when you sign up at thispipelife.com. Not to be confused with this pipe wife. Right. That, that should be like a disclaimer. Which also has a, has, a, has a place in our hearts. Right? Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right. <laughs> <laughs> listener feedback, man. We got some, we got some good listener feedback this episode coming yeah. in. Uh, so I got I to gotta mention this. So I, I kind of posted out real quick uh, before we went live, um, just kind of asking like, hey, uh, those of you in the, the Country Square Radio Pipe Club, right. uh, who's going to be here uh, the, you know, in, in Texas next week or, or this weekend? And uh, yeah, I got some. I uh, got the shout out from Jason Naff, who said uh, he's he's definitely going to yeah, be there. Yeah, of course, man, g- giver of our uh, of our uh, well, select whiskey tonight. Of course, yeah. And then also, th- I think this is so cool. Greg Greg Acock, read re- re- read what Greg said. Yeah, believe it or not, although I live in Riverside, California, I think I'm going to be about one and a half hours away on Saturday, so I might be there for the slow smoke competition. Pretty cool. And that's from Greg. So man, what are the chances? Like you live, uh, you know, probably a thousand miles away, and you're like, eh, you know, I'll be right in the neighborhood. That's so awesome it'd be great that actually happened i want to say on our second ever um uh, grand rapids meetup we actually had somebody who just oh, happened man. to be in the in the neighborhood and i apologize brother if you're listening I, I i cannot remember your name but but yeah he if, if i'm not mistaken he like worked on the train tracks and so he happened to be like you know Dude, what are the odds maybe like an hour That's and a half great. away but he made the drive yeah uh, so we could come and, and drink beer and smoke pipes and, and get get a chance to meet everyone which That's was great which was pretty cool. That's really great yep. yeah whenever, whenever anybody's able to make a trek like that and it just lines up you know it's, <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing uh we also have a uh, now this this one, man, is probably one of my favorite uh, uh, listener feedback uh, write-ins that we've had. This wow. This a uh, direct message on Facebook yeah. from a listener of the show. Nigel Baird. Resident, like, like the most British of British names out there. Right. Uh, Nigel. Now, we've given Nigel uh, not a hard time. We, we've... we've, we've uh, uh, blessed him by by referring to the fact that his name is the most British name that's out there. Look, if if I could speak like Nigel and my name were Nigel, I I I, I would I'd trade for that any day. Well, the, you know that's the thing. We here in the states we have kind of this assumption that all like British accents are the same, but no, there is right. very much a North and South and kind of Cogni versus everything else. Like no, this. that's right. Yeah. The in fact, actually, um, in, in as in preparation as we were building up to the. Uh, uh, you know, the UK pipe show and, and for the um, War of the Roses that's going on. I've watched some of the videos with uh, some of the, the YouTubers uh, over in the UK as they're getting ready for the UK pipe show. And I, I believe, I cannot remember who it was, but somebody was even commenting about their their accent and how, how obviously it was a, a Yorkshire ac- accent. Interesting. Wow. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I pronounce Yorkshire very specifically like that because we haven't read Nigel's email. That's right. Would you like me to read it? I would love for you to read it. This is from Nigel. Hey, guys, I'm back. Just enjoyed the show about aging pipe tobacco. Need to give you a correction on pronunciation. The Hobbit, well, he lived here in he lived in the Shire. Uh, however, if one calls Yorkshire uh, his or her home, it is pronounced Yorkshire. And he says that Y-O-Y-O- R-K-S-H-U-R-E. So that's the pronunciation style, Yorkshire. Um, it's same. It's the same with Lancashire. Uh, it's pronounced Lancashire. Uh, and the queen, she lives at Buckingham Palace. But it's not Buckingham, it's Buckingham. <laughs> Buckingham. 
Kind of like Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so it's Buckingham Palace. Uh, and in all cases, you don't need to put a lot of intonation on the ending. Uh, stick with these and you'll have uh, we'll have you talking the Queen's English in no time. The Queen's English? Isn't that something? <laughs> Nigel, thanks, man. We uh, that, that is wonderful. We, you know, the, in, in the States, uh, particularly in the South, where a lot of you know, English immigrants uh, moved uh, in the early 1800s. There are all these little towns uh, in in the Deep South that are named after places in the UK and in mm-hmm. Ireland. And so mm-hmm. we've got these little uh, you know towns. Uh, there's a there's a there's a Gloucester, Mississippi. There's a uh, you know Inverness, Mississippi. Uh, you know, but but we don't say them like that. It's Gloucester and Inverness. <laughs> you know, it, it's same same thing with uh, some of our some of our Irish names. Uh, you know, we've got uh, it, it just towns all over the map that are that are similar, and so it's just funny to to get it from from um, from the Queen's uh, the Queen's tongue. Yeah, so. the Queen. By the way, so 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 <laughs> Nigel, you you do realize that the usurper that you are um you, you the, that is your uh, overlord over there is not not the true Queen. She is. She is merely holding down the throne that is rightfully mine. I feel like I made this <laughs> clear. So this whole idea of Queen's English, it really should be York's English. Dude, she's going to send like a hit guy after uh, you. Well, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> she's gonna send she's double- got like James Bond and yeah, stuff. That's what I'm saying, Come 007, on. yeah. Uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If, if it's Yorkshire as opposed to Yorkshire... Why is it spelled Yorkshire and not Yorkshire? If you have to spell it phonetically, something tells me there's a breakdown. Now, part of this is the fact that I'm dyslexic. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm big on like, yeah, I pronounce it the way it's spelled. And, and the rest of the world is crazy for not doing so, as opposed to me with my learning disability. But regardless, uh, Yorkshire, in order to say Yorkshire, I have to say Yorkshire as, as opposed to Yorkshire, which is what it is. Um, we don't say, for example, Nugel. We say Nigel. It, I, I, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> what's, what's, come on, man. You just kind of go with it. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. Like, these are, you know, they, they, it's the British, it's the English language. I mean, can, it's can, just, can we have an aside real quick? Oh, we're going to have an aside apparently in uh, front of like a million people. No, no, no. no they're, 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 that's way. Hey, man, this is like, this is like, you know, British US type stuff, man. No, like, I know. I, I get it. Look, I get it. They, they, they invented They get the to write the book on this. They, is they what invented I'm saying. the they, language. They had their own dictionaries. They and got stuff. their whole thing. But like, right. their, their Oxford dictionary is like, right. but, but like, our Oxford dictionary is the one that's in Mississippi. Yeah, we, we can't even, we literally say Inverness instead of Inverness. They, they don't, yeah, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> look, if we collectively get it wrong, then they're wrong because they're like off doing it different. Okay, so you just want us to keep a, a united front. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. It's just like the same side, like you know, Mississippi, United States, and and rightful king of England. If you could back me there. Be, okay. I, I mean, I'm just saying. All right, all right. I just can't wait to see y'all next year in Yorkshire. Hell yeah, there we go. Right. That's how we say it down here. <laughs> Nigel, man, thanks for keeping us on the up and up, brother. We, that's good. Yorkshire. But that's the thing. It's like, a really hard task. Yorkshire. <laughs> but see, if I say, if we say Yorkshire in like American, like an American, American dialect, it right. sounds very weird. <laughs> That's my only complaint. Every time I want to say, is talk like a British person, I just talk like Stewie Griffin. Yes. Yorkshire. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thanks for writing in. Great list of feedback, guys. Hey, we really appreciate that. We've been getting some great live uh, uh, feedback on Twitter tonight as well. Um, the memes... Y'all are uh, y'all are definitely hitting me hard with this kale thing, uh, J- as as they should. Jay Freedy uh, with the Captain Kale saying that that's actually mild mannered. Bo York is actually Captain Kale, the uh, the superhero. Yep. Uh, or perhaps Super Zero. Uh, we also have uh, Wyatt Mason who has photoshopped my face <laughs> over a rabbit. Uh, eating lettuce. Ex- excellent, excellent. Yes. Uh, that's... Uh, Josh White asks, uh, he says, uh, will Texas tea be available to purchase through the shop? And uh, those questions. Man, uh, good good question. I think, uh, you know, we'll see what the reception is at uh, at the Texas Pipe Show. By the way, I got to say, why, shout out to Wyatt as well, who's uh, tuning in and uh, saw a, a cap, a newsy style cap that yeah. uh, typically I wear yeah. on the show. I cannot find it tonight. I actually was, was heading out the door and I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> Um, but anyway, he uh, he saw one, picked it up, and, uh, and is wearing it tonight in my honor. So uh, well, that's great. Yeah, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, so love all you guys uh, tuning in here for the live show. Uh, you know, we we uh, really really greatly appreciate it. It's it's a lot of fun to see 
uh, <laughs> all of the memes and gifts that come along with it. That's right. That's right. Uh, Pappy Joe, of course, says, I, I prefer Pembroke over Stonehaven. Mm-hmm. It also pairs well uh, with a good dark, a dark sipping rum, uh, which you would expect, of course, being the, the nice thick cognac uh, casing that it's got there. So uh, Gene, our good friend Gene Boker, he says, uh, if Esoterica was as available as Cornell and Deal, uh, it would, uh, I doubt it would be as good of a seller. And uh, yeah, it's good, good, good uh, food for thought there. It, that, that's it may, part, may or may not be the case. That yeah. is part of why I really hope at some point we talk to them because, like, there's a lot of like, like they're business minded geniuses over yeah. there. I mean, and, you know, that scarcity deal, like, you well, I mean, is Pembroke really better than some of the liquor flavored blends they've got from, let's say, Cornell and Deal or uh, McClelland or Mac Barron? Uh, you know, we, you can get those other ones, but you can't get Pembroke. And so, uh, and so, you know, of course, it it is uh, highly coveted. Interesting, yeah, interesting discussion. Well, and, there, and there's different schools of thought on that as well. I mean, you know what? Maybe I should even save my my thoughts and observations. We need to at some point do an esoterica focused episode. It's it's kind of almost embarrassing that we haven't done that at some point. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, good deal, man. Well, uh, hey, we we really appreciate all of those that, of y'all that are tweeting in and uh, tuning in for the live show. And hey, if you've never gotten a chance to tune in for a live show, you definitely should. You can uh, generally catch us on Monday nights. Now, next week uh, we will not have a live show, as of course. We uh, will be in Texas that weekend. So um, depending on how Texas goes, it very well may be that we won't have a live show for the next two weeks. Yeah, we'll just we'll see how that works out. It depends on what kind of content comes from there and um, and, and dictates the next uh part of the month. Absolutely. But the best way to keep up with what's going on, we will keep you informed. Uh, those of you who are going to Texas, those of you who are just watching from the sidelines, those of you who are wanting to know when the next live show is, follow us on Twitter at Squire Radio. You can follow us individually as well. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, all this information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. All right, man. Dude, this was fun, man. Of course, I mean, what, what's, not, what's not fun about, you know, drinking booze and smoking tobaccos and giving away stuff? You know, it, it's, <laughs> it is funny because we were due for a Squire Select episode, but but generally I like to kind of pair those back and forth with the tobacco talks, and, and hopefully we'll yeah. be able to do one in, 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 uh, in Texas. And I was thinking like, okay, well, we could push it back until after we get, you know, back from, from Texas and, and after we get all that, that good uh, content that we get from there out. Yeah. But then that just like puts it off till later in October, and I, I just want to... I just want to do it tonight. It just felt right. <laughs> <laughs> it felt it felt right, man. So much, uh, so much good, uh, good spirits to imbibe with, and uh, and good tobaccos to pair with. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> Let's go have a night. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com podcast. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said. Done. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.